0: Oh, man i love coming into that song that monday mr song run i think it's a i think it's a damn cheery song if you might ask me gets my bud blood blood blood, blood 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 pumping blood that's how it is hey everybody my name is joe and i am carolyn you guys are listening to the podcast that's gonna save the world one podcast at a time the carolyn and joe show my name is joe carbell i'm a filmmaker photographer a writer a musician but today i'm also a podcaster a podcaster that is trying to change the world one episode at a time. And across from me in her soundproof booth, for everyone who knows her, the Curls Studio, Curls comic strip cartoonist extraordinaire, trying to change the world one comic strip at a time. <laughs> her name is Carolyn Bilewski. How are you doing, Carolyn? I'm doing great. So cutting right to the chase. Cut it. Cut it. The movie, the movie, This is this is, you know, it's supposed to be Star Wars Weekend. It is definitely, you know, everyone's out there watching The Last Jedi. Why not? It's a great it's a great franchise. People love it. People love it. But just this morning, Carolyn already saw, saw the movie last week. But just this morning, I have finally seen and witnessed in an awesome theater The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. I've been waiting to see this movie for a really, really long time.
1: That's true. I have been also anticipating it. For ever since I knew they were making it,
0: I saw this when I saw this trailer. I was like, and I knew it was coming out this time. I was like, this is it. I'm gonna watch this. This is a must. Yeah, all these other great movies and superheroes, whatever, but this is a must for me because Guillermo del Toro. There's something about his love, his honest love for cinema, and he's also just he's like amazing. He he's just seems like amazing, a, a brilliant person. See, because you have the you know th- what do you call them. Uh the three amigos the directors uh Inari too, and um uh I think Alfonso Cuarón and Guillermo del Toro the three amigos the three filmmakers from Mexico the great the damn greatest most inspiring filmmakers I, for me today you may know them from birdman you may know them from the the revenant or um gravity you know mm-hmm. uh, children of men and Guillermo del Toro you know him from uh from Blade Two, Hellboy, Hellboy One and Two, Pacific Rim, Pan's Labyrinth, Mimic, um, The Devil's Backbone—such great, great films. All three of those guys, all three of those guys are amazing oh. at what they do, and it's just such yeah. a visual and to me, it's something that's different than like such a like the you know I wouldn't say cookie cutter, but just the trademark American films that that's happening today. And when I saw the the Shape of Water. Because I was anticipating Guillermo del Toro's next film. Oh, it's gonna be Pacific Rim, or because before after that he made uh, what is it? The uh, uh, Crimson, uh, not Crimson, Crimson time, Peak. Crimson Peak. <laughs> he made Crimson Peak, and then uh, I thought it was oh, is it gonna be Pacific? Is it gonna be Pacific Rim too? But it was The Shape of Water, and I saw that trailer. So describe this trailer, Carolyn.
1: Well, there's a few out there, because I actually stopped watching trailers. I, of course, see them when the the movie comes on, like before a movie. But um, I think that there are a couple commercials out there that I saw for Shape of Water that were a little different. Because one, I thought, was the overall theme was more of a romance between a woman who... I don't know if you could tell in the commercial or not, but she lacks... The skill to talk, so she's mime, she's, I guess. No, she's or a mute.
0: A mute, mute. <laughs> no, a mime like, is the the face, the, the face, white face, yeah. Well, I was, I knew it
1: started with an M, but like, okay, so she's mute, and um, I think I could get that through the first trailer that I saw. So she had something abnormal about her, and then you see that she is fallen for a fish man, and it's in some type of facility, and it, it, to me that seemed more of like a romance. And then there was the fish vibe that obviously people were gearing that towards the character Abe from Hellboy. Even though I know it's not Abe, but people were connecting. It, there is a, a connection. And then there, the second trailer that I thought I saw seemed more dangerous. It seemed more like a heist. And so there are two vibes to the movie. I guess it depends which one people are seeing or what they're experiencing or what they're hearing. But I feel like both reflect the movie, but in different ways of interpreting it.
0: Now, I'd like to preface this also for people who are listening on Facebook Live that we are we're going to talk about this movie and we are going to have spoilers, I guess, because we're going to talk about it. And I don't want to like... Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I feel like this I don't, is going to be... I don't want to soft punch it and I don't want to do a jab. I want to do an uppercut with this with this uh with this review with this conversation about the the shape of water because it's 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 worth it. So there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. We can't I talk code. Like, but I feel like it's also like when you find out about the movie it's going to even make you want to see it even more. So so I'm just preparing you guys. We're going to dive right into it. I'd like to just first clap.
1: yeah, just first off say before you keep listening though, I would go see it.
0: Yeah, go see it. Go see it the moment the moment you uh, hear this episode that's about to happen, and then maybe join us in the conversation and send us a message afterwards, and we can continue talk talking this conversation. or Not I. I will flat out and say that I freaking love this movie. When as soon as this movie was done, when as soon as I, I watched the last the the end credits, in which when like when I saw like the the thank yous at the end of the thank yous, and I even posted this on my uh, on my Instagram stories. I was like, I even love the thank yous in this Aww. because if you see, if you see the list of people who are thanked, who are thanked on this movie, yeah. So these several names already strung out at me as this is the list of today's filmmakers the that I freaking love, the, the 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 directors that I love. And on the first, on the first one, you know, I I mean, I'm gonna say what you would, but Avatar, James Cameron was the first one. I did Great, see his name. Greatness, on there. and then. Further down, then after that, Alfonso Cuarón and then Inari too. Um, and then after that, you even had you had the Coen brothers. I was like, those are, just, those are everybody, man. <laughs> it's every single... Those are all the filmmakers today that are keeping me going strong and inspiring me. So I was like, that even made me love it. But I'll flat out say, this movie, instant classic. This is such an instant classic right now. This movie, it doesn't matter what era of the world or what country this movie will connect i i i loved it i loved it i love it is so strong visually poetically and just genre cutting it defied every genre that you can possibly cut out that you can just put this movie into you have suspense you even have you have you know you know it's 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 del toro so you're gonna have the violence and the and the I wouldn't say gore, but you would have the graphic elements of it. It's a graphic movie. It's it's a fairy tale. <laughs> it literally is a graphic fairy tale. You know. Mm-hmm. And what's what's really cool about it too is, to me, it, it has that classic, um, it, because there there are so many documentaries or so many movies or not movies but shows that that have uh, that have uh, what's it called that have. You know interviewed del Toro and gone to it because he released a book and goes to his house so there's so many so much praising he has so much so many props and so many books and stuff from classic horror movies like the Wolfman and and um, you know like all that he he's so in love with that type of genre and what's amazing is he's he's able to he's able to purely understand what makes these movies work and the fact is you have though you have the heart. And I mean, though you have the violence and you have the scariness and you have the darkness, but you also have that that pure, that real heart, not that fake romance heart, but the heart of of understanding people, you know, like two characters that need each other, not just characters that are like, well, I guess they look pretty. So they fall in love and then they go escape. It's like these people like fill a gap. Into each other, and then that's why they are connected. And, and they, there's an
1: authentic story behind their relationship.
0: Yeah, there's there's reason in being connection. And what's really amazing about about The Shape of Water is it does have that classic horror, uh, like horror monster. You know the 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 creature from the, the Black Lagoon, the the Frankenstein. You know, like those swamp thing. The sw- not not swamp thing. Oh. Swamp Thing's a comic book character. It wasn't but, around that ba- it wasn't around back then.
1: But it's like a classic horror.
0: It's like Swamp but Swamp Thing was a part of that.
1: He isn't? No. Well, I I don't know. I but don't like, know. But like
0: but, but like Frankenstein and the and the like literally like those classic ones like the Wolfman and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where you have like oh it's it's the it's the sea creature from the black from the dark side you know like, have
1: you seen the original creature from Black Lagoon
0: I've seen, I don't think so I've seen clips of it
1: I know they were playing it at Alamo Draft House, they were actually playing it for free
0: oh definitely oh yeah that's right
1: I think it was like Victory members but um I guess like back to your quite original question about the trailer I actually did see one recently that I think is a third one I'm not really keeping track but it, it I feel like it was giving away so much and I had to like I think it was like right after I saw it and I was like oh my gosh like it's like oh, whoever's doing the marketing behind that was almost like a little much for me it wasn't as like surprising you know in terms of like you know you keep the trailer more mysterious I feel like the first ones that were coming out were really mysterious like you could really yeah. just show like water and like bubbles and stuff and like and just like barely pe- the creature and, yeah, and like, like that. make people think but like the last one I saw was showing like just all the, full the creature and all that stuff Yeah, and I was like wow and they showed like almost the end scenes too and i was like wow they're really showing but we don't know a the, lot of the film but we
0: don't know the end scenes and stuff like that as if as you're you are do not but benef- i benefit from the fact of like i don't even if i have commercials at this point i dvr almost like everything that i do watch so everything's just like forwarded
1: well sometimes what i do now is because ever since i saw no country or yeah wait no what no country for old men i saw that like knowing nothing going into it and i enjoyed it so much i stopped watching all the trailers i stopped like religiously reading entertainment weekly and i feel like i enjoy stuff more now and i was like an avid reader of like taking everything in before i went and it kind of spoils things for me so now i it's almost like i feel like i'm the type of personality that i know i'm gonna like something pretty instantly and when i first heard of shape of water i was like oh my gosh it's a movie for me falling in love with a fish man i'm in like so what's (laughs) because i liked abe a lot from hellboy and i know that del toro tweeted like it's not abe stop asking you know like stuff like that so i know it's not him but if you do notice at the end credits spoiler alert um that it says amphibian man dot 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 doug jones
0: I didn't see the dot, 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 dot no, part. There though. weren't
1: actually any dot, dot, dots, but you know when you scroll across, it's yeah. like, it said amphibium, Amphibian Man, Doug Jones.
0: But that, yeah, but so, so I mean, it's the same guy so that plays that. I know,
1: so I was like, so it is Abe, like yeah, in my Yeah, but, but, but
0: it's not Abe, but, but it is, but it's, it's a character. It's not
1: Abe, but it is Abe, you so, know?
0: So what's really cool, Um, I guess we just break it down, just talk, to it, talk about the movie from the very beginning. I mean, even in like the opening, the the opening of the movie, since it's a little fresher in my mind, it starts almost like a. It's a narrator that's already telling you, and I think it's, it's I think it's uh, the main character's a friend that's across that lives across the way. Mm-hmm. So a lot a lot of story does. The, the illustrator. Yeah, the illustrator. So the, I mean, the I've never forgot her name. It's not Zelda. Mm. Elise. Well, yeah, it's Elise, right? Don't know. Look it up real quick so you can find find these characters. Because I actually
1: never checked IMDB after I saw it. I told myself I would, but then I haven't. No, just check the it.
0: characters. If you just Google it real quick and you can find the characters' names. Um, shape of Water.
1: I'm trying to do it right now. Are you doing it too? i will
0: be real real fast so we just get the... Oh, okay. I li- then nice. I'll put my phone away. It'll be, it'll be nice just to get the, the, list, the list of names... Why the character not? names. The character names,
1: yeah. Well, the only person that really says the main character's name is the black lady she's working with, because she doesn't say she's mute, so she never like introduces herself
0: and such. I guess it's I, I, Eliza, Elisa, so <laughs> Espinito. Well, I think it's really what's really cool is that like you know Del Toro, it's Eliza. Eliza. So what's really cool is that like, Del Toro does. You know, he's Mexican, so he does throw in the his, the, the multicultural names. It's, it's actually very, very multicultural. It's like beyond, it's a lot of that because there's, it's like so many, there's so many different cultures and d- different types of uh, sexuality happening in this. Mm-hmm. You know, what was really shocking to me, not really shocking, but like it, it introed me of what type of movie we're getting into. Like the very open, open scene, you know, you're, you, you, uh. The you, flooded. Yeah, you start with the flood like it's it's a room it's you know it's like if it's it's not part of the story but the fantasy but it's like an opening credit sequence pretty much and like everything's drowned in water it's like the apartment's drowned in water but then you watch everything settle back down like all the all the apartment pieces like settle back down and she was now she was floating in the water but then she lands on the couch and she's sleeping and stuff like that I thought that was really cool. That that almost might have been a metaphor for her mental state. She was dreaming that she was in the water. That could have been what that really was. Mm-hmm. But right right off the bat, it goes like you know you go to her daily routine before before she starts her day, and it goes right into like right into like literally you she takes off her clothes and lies Eliza, Eliza's naked, and then she just goes and starts masturbating in the in the in the tub, you know. And I yeah. was like, wow we're going right into it but it's all like this beautiful like because del toro's colors and fantasy and even the use of sound it wasn't like graphic like it wasn't like wow we're like we're literally seeing it but literally the the profile shot of her in the tub and then she just lifts her leg i mean you you see her like take off um take off the clothing and then go into you know go into the the tub and then like you see her like relax into the tub and then you know, and then she lifts her right, lifts her right leg on a profile shot, and you just hear a slight, a little splashing of moving water. And You're like, oh, cool, she's going at it. Yeah, at and first here we are. I was
1: like, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but I, w- okay. I wasn't expecting
0: that either. Was, at that <laughs> moment, I was like, okay, we're on, we're in for anything now. If this is the type of movie Del Toro's doing, <laughs> he's like, just to prepare just, you. I was like, okay,
1: This is the f- first shot of her ever character
0: because i don't know if i've ever seen like a del toro movie that hits like sexuality in a way like that i don't remember like i mean pacific rim definitely didn't hit anything like sexy in a way like at all i don't no. i don't know at all even even crimson tide wasn't i mean there was some stuff but it wasn't i like, mean
1: but there was brother sister love
0: but it was yeah <laughs> I mean,
1: that's kind of but i guess they didn't show it
0: yeah so like i was intro to that and then immediately after that you're into you know you go through the courses of inter- introducing her her the characters you know you she goes and she meets her uh you know she meets her next door neighbor um who's a good friend uh he played his name is giles he's painting so you know he's a painter his name is giles yeah his name is giles who is
1: the actor that plays that because i was actually gonna look that up
0: richard richard jenkins is the richard actor jenkins
1: isn't that like a dp
0: I don't know. That's Richard... That's uh, Roger Deacon.
1: Oh, Roger... Oh, he has, like, a similar name in my mind. You know, so
0: enter in the characters, and then you get the girl from Fences. Like, that's yes. her co Wait, is that
1: the, girl, the one from Fences or from H- Hidden Figures? Because I don't think that's the one from Fences. I don't know. I think it's from Hidden Figures. It is. I think you got the wrong black woman. Octavia Spencer. I don't think she's the one from Fences. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because the one from Fences is, like, the one... Cause I think she's from uh, the 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 space women. Oh yeah. Okay. Hidden Figures, right? Oh, she's
0: in The Help as well. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Hidden Figures. That but makes I sense. think you're thinking of somebody else. Okay. So else. we're going. So yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah.
1: No, but I mean, you can't group them all together. But I want to be more specific, just to be like, oh yeah, one of those
0: black chicks that are in like those three chicks that are in the movies. So you're you're introduced to all these all these characters. You know, you get establishing shots of all, all uh, of like where she works. So she's at like a I forget just like
1: it's like a uh i guess some type of government faci- yeah, facility facility but it's, like a, a hidden secret like a yeah, CIA like a
0: hidden CIA science facility i I just love the idea that it's like so casual it's like oh yeah of course we have like you know usually like in say like x-files or you know like x-files or any type of like secret science thing they add like a more mis- they add a little bit more mystery to it did they like,
1: ever have a title of what building it was called
0: i don't think maybe but i don't remember but i remember but like it's so it's crazy because it literally is a story about like so what happens if the janitors of the of the people in the in the secret science ex- uh, the secret science facility you know, it's like a story like the about the lowest them. quality yeah. denominator <laughs> it's like, person. It's amazing. It's because yeah. it literally is a story about them. It's not like here comes the secret agents and they come the same day. It's like no, this is actually the story about the janitor who has to clean up after their mess.
1: Well, it's also pretty cool because we live in the D.C. area. So if you really think about it, you've got to have those people that are cleaning up all the messes move, everywhere. So did, think did, about did think shape about. Shape of Water take place in D.C.? It did not, but wasn't it Baltimore?
0: Is it Baltimore or did he lived in Baltimore or something like that it, was I it,
1: believed it's Baltimore was it
0: Baltimore? Yeah, I remember he was like because there was, he references. was like, it's Baltimore has always been crappy town or something yeah. like that
1: <laughs> I I, I did you know what time period it was set in?
0: It's set in during like the um I think the Cold War because they're facing like the Russians mm-hmm. and so like there are like there's there talks of Sputnik. So when, maybe the same era that um, the Crystal Skull from Indiana Jones is what's happening. Okay. But I think that's such an awesome angle is like the janitor's, janitor's POV.
1: Yeah, definitely. I always wonder about that too because there's obviously a lot of secrets in our town and all that. But it's just, it just makes you wonder about like who are the people that are taking out the trash. You know, what do they find and yeah. all that. Because I've been thinking about that a long time. For a long while, whenever I, when I worked in DC, there was definitely like, I hate to say it, but I will, but there was definitely like the cleanup crew was mostly like black people at the place I worked at and they would always be hanging out on the lower level floor because I would come down there occasionally because they would have like, they had like printing area where they would bound all the books And then, like, they had people cutting paper, cutting posters and binding, kind of like a miniature Kinko's in the basement. And then they'd also have, like, people making food down there and just people cleaning up and all of that, like, the help was like black people you know and it was funny because like most of the people working there were white people so you know it, it i don't think it meant like they were there was like a structure in terms of that but, but it just sort happened of what, to be
0: like that thinking about it now it, there actually there was sort of a structure yeah because I mean, like okay, the because in a way you had like the i guess you know really the higher ups were white people mm-hmm. and then on, the, on the lower on the lower like the cleaning crew or whatever it was um because what was the other girl's name um uh, Zelda yeah Zelda. Zelda and uh uh Eliza right it's it's a Hispanic and it's a black lady I think and Eliza Eliza it was a Hispanic and a black lady you know cleaning up the blood and mess and uh and piss out of like you know the bathroom in the bathrooms and stuff like that there was even that's actually one of the one of the very first comments I, I remember out of the out of uh, Zelda's character is like they're uh her and Eliza are like cleaning up in the men's room and they're like they're like the the most powerful, science, smartest, and powerful men here in all the world, and yet they still can't th- get their piss into the into the toilet. Yeah, it's like she was like, "There's piss on the ground, there's piss on the ceiling.
1: Mm-hmm. What's up with this?" It's funny, like the building that I actually work in now. There's like apparently I don't go in the men's room, obviously, but apparently from what I hear from the guys in the office that there is pee everywhere. But I'm like in my head, I'm like, "Why is it like that?" Like like I don't I mean I don't know like how it works to have a dick but it's also it, like to me it just seems
0: it's like not, it shouldn't happen from from my perspective it shouldn't be that out of control it's not like <laughs> it's like, I can't, like hold, wow. I can't hold it in guys it's,
1: <laughs> it's like I it's just don't know it's just how, out, it's out of it's control
0: it's crazy it's out of control it's crazy all right so let's let's break down like the, let's break down the cast I mean, look, we've already introduced the characters. What happens is, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, both Eliza and Zelda's character are they're cleaning up the mess as as a new specimen comes in, and it's uh, it's Abe, or it's not Abe, but it's like the, well, we it's, the, just, it's the mermaid. We should character. call
1: him. Um, it says amphibian uh, male. Yeah, so right? the amphibian man. That's comes the name in. of it on this, the credits.
0: So the amphibian man comes in, you know, and uh, and uh, Eliza is the first one out of the two that interact as like the. They're still cleaning up all the stuff that's happening, you know. They're making their wisecracks and stuff like that. And they're they're in the chamber with the tank, and it gets the the amphibian man gets like wheeled creature. in creature, but it's like in like a like a containment water test, like a water chamber tube, like thing.
1: a test tube but larger.
0: Yeah, and you get one of those dramatic moments as Eliza puts her hand on the the water the ch- on the hand. the hand on the chamber, and all of a sudden, like his head like springs out and everything goes crazy. Mm-hmm. So. So with that, that's like that's like a jump scare. What 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 genres would you would you say was in this? Because there's a I lot feel like of-
1: it's a mix of everything. Because you obviously have that romance, then you have a lot of layers of suspense and chase and mystery, um, very much so. And it almost becomes like oh, also protection of the creature. Yeah. Um, it really does turn into like a thriller at some points in the movie. You lose like, I feel like it's cool that Del Toro can push the strings and pull the levees of your mind because at first it starts out like romance and yeah. then it kind of swerves into like this protection suspense thriller. And then it goes back to romance and then it goes back to heist, you know? And then, you know, it's it, there's so many cool things about the film. And that's what I liked about it. The layers, the characters, um, the art direction, obviously. You know, his films are a feast for the eyes. Um, and I also just like the character of the fishman personally. Like, I, may, I don't know if there's a fetish for fish or whatever, but I do like, whenever I see a fish, like, I don't know, it makes me happy to see a fish and. I don't know what it is about them. Like, I mean, they are kind of like, I know when you touch fish in real life, it's kind of like slinky and like, oh, you know, but I just have a thing for fish. And I think personally, like for me, that pleased me. I don't know if I could ever fall in love with a fish man or, or whatever, like this film was, but it in a fantasy element, like it showed that those two had a connection. Right, so, Eliza well, and the fish.
0: I'm going to break down the story real fast and as quick as possible. And then we'll we'll go back and just like, you know, like itemize the stuff that we loved and the stuff that we felt like was you know just stuff that we really reacted to. So okay. pr- so pretty much pretty much since that starting point, Eliza, you know Eliza is curious and actually starts uh, essentially essentially building like a relationship with with the amphibian man. Like she's in there cleaning at one time, and then the the amphibian man shows up like in the t- in the tube and like runs away. Like there's like another tube where you can see him like swimming, and he like he walks up. And then from that point, like, I guess during her lunch her lunch periods, she starts, like, building a relationship. She's, at first, she, like, has a... Uh, Eggs. Yeah, she showcases, like, an egg. Oh, this is an egg. And since she doesn't talk, she shows with, like, sign language. Sign language yeah. And then the amphibian man, like, takes it real fast. So it's really cool because you get to see the, the building of the relationship, and then you see them start to build a connection. Um, but then at the same time, she also has a, a side story with her and her... Uh, uh, her neighborhood apartment friend uh, Giles, who uh, has a thing for the guy, I, I guess at the pie, at the pie shop, shop at the pie yeah. shop, and so this is so it's this other thing. It's like oh he, this cross story between her. She's building a relationship with uh, with the amphibian man mm-hmm. with eggs and introducing music and just connecting like you know like without words. But then uh, what's really interesting is in in the Shape of Water is that. Giles, the painter, is is trying to connect with like this young hot dude at the the the, uh, the the gay. So, but it's like this young dude, this young dude who well not they are or he, he is. is yeah or, you know, we'll find out yeah, but uh, you know he likes he likes dudes so he's trying to he's trying to find a way to talk to talk to this guy, you know like and he's not able to communicate properly with words, and I think that's such like a awesome you know contrast between those two mm-hmm. things. You know, and then what happens pretty much in the story with Giles, and it's sort of like it's also a good sign of the times, is that there was one point where you know Giles is trying to sell his work to to the um, to his client, art director, yeah, to the art director, and then the art director, he's a
1: commercial illustrator,
0: yeah, he's a commercial illustrator, like during the time of during the time of Mad Men, pretty much.
1: Well, like I guess like when photography was coming into fashion and they're yeah. trying to like weren't using illustration as much and it was very prominent at one time. Everything was illustrated in magazines, but then it went fully almost fully to photography.
0: Yeah, so during this time he's trying to sell his work and the art director is saying
1: It was like Jell O, right? Yeah. He was doing an ad for gelatin. Yeah, and, they're like,
0: and they gave like notes like, Well now the client wants it to be green. Green is what's in right now. We want we want green, so he has to go back and he feels he has to redo it, but then, like, finally, when he goes back and fixes it again, they're like, "It's not." And I think you can. They have they have like a little, um, you history know, history together. you can tell. Like, yeah, those two have like him an art director of history, and then when he finally brings the finished artwork of everything they wanted, he's like, "No, it's not a good time." And like, you know, just implying that no, you you we can't sell it. They're going with photography instead. I did, he goes I back to the, I guess, but he goes back defeated to the. um. To the the pie maker franchise right mm-hmm. and then then of course you know the then the pie the pie guy the pie seller or pie whatever the bartender pie guy he's like oh you did this this is amazing it's great you know like you people have real te- good talent and then like you know now they're like sensing a bonding mm-hmm. they have that that they have that one mention and then like now they're like you know like talking and then uh and then all of a sudden, uh, Giles, or he was like, oh, yeah, it'd be, re- be really cool. Like, you know, like, like I, you know, it's cool when you guys, I, I can sense that you're here just the, for the conversation. You know, you want I see you here all the time and I, you know, it's good talking to you. And then like, Giles is like, he puts his hand on the the pie dude's hand and it's like, it'd really be awesome. Not awesome, but like, I'd really love to, to learn <laughs> Yo, more. Bro. I'd really love to learn more about you too. And then at that moment, he like pulls his hand back like, what are you talking about? what's what's your like he goes what's the problem and then a black couple comes in mm-hmm. and he like shuts those black couples down like sorry there's no seats are available it's reserved all and it's like and they're like there's open seats there's everywhere of it's seats. like just like you can just take to go but you can't sit here mm-hmm. it's like immediately
1: commentary on racism
0: and that's what in a way it's yeah, it's, well it's a commentary on different on mm-hmm. being different because it's now it's like because it was racism but then also he doesn't like uh you know he's scared of being you know like the gay part too he doesn't he doesn't think that. I mean, that's not for him
1: but at the the gay part, like, I don't feel like he was necessarily being bad about it, but I feel like, it, you, like well, you he said, ca- it's he, not for him. It's, well, he he's kicked, not gay. Remember you know? that he
0: kicked him out, like, after that. He's like, after, like, being, like, that good bartender, then he's like, yeah. actually, never just, come back. Yeah, just never come back here. Just never come back but here also, again. But also,
1: like, if somebody were to touch your hand, you probably might have the same reaction, being like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I'll be like, like, what the, be, what the fuck, man?
0: i am like, by the way, I'm not gay. You know? Yeah. I mean maybe <laughs> you might
1: way. not be as harsh as him, but like I mean, I guess you gotta make yourself clear if moves are made like
0: that, you so, know? So pretty much with that happening, um, Eliza is uh finding out that uh that they're trying to you know, she's in the room during one scene where like the general or someone, like the higher ups come in and they have to decide on what to do with the amphibian man. Yes. And then they're the uh the main, I guess, agent in charge is like well he's just an animal. we we'll just cut I say we just cut him up and then we figure out what's inside. No, you're
1: talking about the Michael Shannon character. Yeah, Michael
0: Shannon character. He am- was, was awesome. Who
1: was like so good and R- he played Richard
0: Richards uh Strickland.
1: I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like first of all, I remember him from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, and he and, was also and, and Man in, of Steel. He was also in Loving. See, I actually don't think of him as Zod, but <laughs> I think but of him as Zod. All he was—he was in—he was, in, was a actually nice character in Loving.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, Loving. Oh, he was yeah. the
1: photographer, and um, but I think of him as a very good villain. He plays a very good villain.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's like his face is a villain. He's—he's—he a, a, has a chiseled—he's a very very strong chiseled face like i bet it's really hard for him to play a nice guy
1: <laughs> i mean he I mean? was like i did you feel like he was nice and loving like i felt
0: didn't... i felt like there's moments where like if i felt like he was like a spy uh-huh. just because his disposition's always sort of like heavy yeah he's, or not heavy but just like he's a heel stern he's a stern he's like
1: but he did crack smiles
0: but he, he feels like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh out of character for him to like Take a whip out of it, like, oh God. and just, or yeah. like
1: beat himself. <laughs> yeah,
0: but so yeah, so he he's the guy that's in charge of of the amphibian man bringing him into the into the lab and he to also do tests. didn't he
1: find him in South America?
0: Yeah, so he tracked him down. He's the one
1: that caught him.
0: Yeah, he's the one that caught him with South America and did all that and he brought him into the lab. So he's the one in charge. So he's the one that was also like, well, he's he's his it's his deciding factor of what to do. Or one of those.
1: Well, he was talking to a general. Yeah, too. He, and there's
0: someone. That's someone that's high above him as, as well,
1: like a war general. But you know, I have one more question. Just go really back to um, the commercial illustrator friend of Eliza. Yeah. Um, do you feel like the art director he was talking to? They might have had an actual romantic relationship. I think so, definitely. They that's hinted what to that. I they hinted at that. They didn't really get into it much at all, and isn't that crazy? That's, why you he, have that's such probably a
0: why he got fired because he can. They hinted that, like, you know, remember when they when they first introduced the characters? Like, you know, I'd, I'd love to come back. And he's like, it's not that, you know. So it, it was like he's he was part of that company before. It felt mm-hmm. like.
1: But also what's crazy is that just through a simple conversation like that, you can get so much backstory. Yeah, not just two scenes. They just had two scenes. And it was very quick. It was it was like in and out. You got all the information you need. And I find that I find with character pieces like that, it really helps. And like for example, just to like counter that is to bring up Baby Driver, which is also, I know, a favorite film of yours. But one thing about Baby Driver that was missing for me, which I thought the film was overall totally awesome totally great we can maybe talk about that in another episode of carolyn and joe show while we're doing Podsumber, but um the just to emphasize about character meaning so much the girl that he hangs out with in baby driver like i feel like she has such a big backstory and they didn't dive into that at all and easily i have questions about her from that film That could easily have been done in a moment, like how that art director scene was. Yeah. And so I would have just, like, for me, Baby Driver would have been, like, you know, a a lot better if they just had a few of her backstory moments. Because otherwise, she's just a girl that's, like hi, baby, I love you. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like, okay, well, why? You know, why do you love him? Like some guy you just meet all of a sudden, you know, and you want to run away with him. You know, there's got to be a backstory to that. And like, you can make up anything in your mind that will work. But it w- it just, it's just cool how I'm I'm giving props to Del Toro, how his characters were so deep that just in one scene or a few sentences that you can gather so much information and then bring the story back to where it was. So basically- I think
0: that's awesome. So basically, while this, while Giles is doing his art director story, which is you know we're stretching it out now, but it really was only two scenes. Yeah. During before he went out to 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 sell his the second the second part of his art, the Giles, the, the, the update part, of this. yeah, the revised part. Um, Eliza is telling her the story about the inf- like he's been she's been telling him the story like signing. Remember, she can't talk; she's a mute. But it's been telling him the story about the amphibian man. And then now she's telling him that, uh, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna cut him up and like, you know, that he shouldn't die. And to her, you know, and then he's telling her this, he's telling her the story and he's trying to like make sense of it. It's like he, he was like, she need she wants to get him out. She wants to bring him like the, uh, to, to what's it called plan an escape for him but giles at that point was like no no you can't do it like he's he's not even human that like that was the fi- final night. he's not even human why should we why should we even care like you know mm-hmm. stuff like that and she went in this awesome speech of like well, by not doing anything and not helping someone then we're not human either like we're we're not even acting human <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if we're not helping and i thought that was like that was another like powerful scene like i just broke it down real simply but it's like what is human without, without being able to, to do to do such things? And then of course, after uh, Giles, after he had that the horrible outing with the the pie guy and his work, he comes back to, comes back to the apartment and tells her, like, like he's lonely, he has no one left, and he wants to he wants to help. He wants to help break, him, break the amphibian man out now. Yeah, and I thought that was such a that was such an awesome turn. Just those characters, such an awesome turn. So now it becomes like a heist movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's when it turned, and it was like, whoa, this is like going to be an adventure now.
0: Well, it's and- interesting because the beginning you have the mystery, you have like oh this this cool romance of Eliza and, and, the like a, and the creature, and then all of a sudden it turns, and then now like she has to rescue the creature because they're gonna cut him up. But also there's like a, another side story of the guy from a simple plant, a simple man. Uh, he's in everything
1: i forgot what his name is now oh yeah i i see. yes he is in everything yeah, wasn't he robert, in like a will smith thing robert, when they're on the baseball field like robert
0: or robert hef Hefster, yeah yeah
1: what, what film was that uh that you know what i'm talking about will smith was i mean he was also he was also, in board, was he in, he was
0: also in boardwalk empire too he
1: was wow
0: yeah so that guy he is he's he's a doctor <laughs> he's everywhere he's a doctor and he starts suddenly noticing um he he's the one that like first realizes that Eliza is being able to communicate with the amphibian the creature, man, yeah. yeah. So he finds out about their relationship, and then through that we find out that he's also a Russian spy who wants that, who wants to either kill or take the amphibian man as well. He's like a spy for whatever the CIA agent. So you have all these different angles surrounding this character.
1: That would be the KGB.
0: Yeah, the KGB. And that's that was interesting too, because now he has some tension because now he has to go back and he's communicating with the Russians, and then he has that sort of like well, you know he he realizes how special this creature is as well because he can communicate and do all these things and
1: and then it gets to a level of like actually in a way, he fell in love with the amphibian man too, yeah, but like he not respected in, it. not in a romantic love, but a love for science, yeah. And a love for the creature, and knowing that what they were doing to the creature was wrong.
0: So now the movie turns into a heist movie, which mm-hmm. is which is amazing too, because uh, it's 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 really it's really cool because it's it's a very simple a very simple heist film because like you know she finds there's like a back there's a back way like nothing was wasted like uh, there were scenes before where uh, where uh, Zelda is like down on the. Smoking with the smoking with the boys in the in the the garage, right?
1: The laundry shoot.
0: Yeah, and they find like there's a camera that that just finds the camera, and he just they say like, oh, this is the blind spot, and then like we just move it during we just move it so they don't they don't see the smoke, and then like and then uh, uh Eliza sees that, and then that she finds out that that's also back passage. So her plan is basically to break out the amphibian man and go through the back passage and head to the back to the um. To with, and find and get uh, Giles to drive a car at the right time to do that,
1: and also what was cool is Giles used his talent as a commercial illustrator to hand letter a, the truck to make it look like the laundry was coming for cleaning services. Yeah. So he had all this beautiful hand done type painting on the on the car, which yeah. was really cool. And then also to backtrack a little bit, Michael Shannon's uh, heel character. Man, wasn't that crazy, though, that this is like where you get the gruesome del toro into a nice romantic love story oh, yeah. and you and the point where the amph- amphibio man attacks him and like
0: the whole thing with the fingers oh yeah that's even even before all yes. that too that's before that that's that's when you get to see how serious it is he like there's that scene where they're both like just mopping up the floors right and then all of a sudden with eliza and zelda are mopping the floors and all of a sudden the the chamber opens up and then michael shannon's character comes out like he's all like slowly like walking out he's all bloody and mm-hmm. you realize like his fingers are missing <laughs> like two yeah. of his fingers
1: and then they found his fingers when they were cleaning up yeah and then they had to sew the fingers back on and gradually throughout the film his fingers were getting blacker, get blacker, and, blacker. and blacker i was like yeah, and then there's that
0: there's also that yeah. whenever there's that other scene uh you get to see michael you get to see his character's like home life mm-hmm. too like his kids are all like oh how to, to see daddy and then like his wife was like i'd like to see you upstairs and then like He's sitting on the bed and like thinking about like uh buying a new car, and then she's like undressing in front of him, and she takes out her boob and puts his hand like the the messed up hand, like on her boob. I think I think it was the, bandaged. No, no, it's the other hand. It's his his right hand. The other hand's messed up hand has is his ring finger, so that's the left hand. And then she's like, "What about a Cadillac?" And you see his like right as her hand, his hand lands on her boob, mm-hmm. and then I think cu-
1: she was guiding her hand onto the boob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and then uh and then like you see, then it cuts to them like like. Having sex missionary style, and he has like the wounded hand over her face, and then she's like, and she's like, "Honey," while well, like moaning, "Honey," like your your hand is you're bleeding on me, and he's like, "Quiet, quiet. I just don't want you to talk. I just don't want you to talk. Just no talking." And that's the moment you're like, I think he's he's into Eliza. So then you have that cross. Do you know, like He has that, uh, uh, that mute fetish <laughs> into
1: that shit. Oh, my shit. goodness. Mute fetish. Is there a fetish for everything? Yes. But isn't that crazy, though, too, what he does with his fingers? I don't want to give it away on here, but I think those of you that saw the film, like, I mean, we're giving a lot away, obviously, but... Um, he does something crazy with those fingers that were sewn back on, which was like—it's the perfect I, payoff for it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I almost had to do a 127 hour thing where how I like it, squinted my face. It so shows I was like how oh.
0: intense he really is as a human, like as that character, just like like how far he would get. He like he doesn't fail. Remember that was the phrase he had. He does not fail.
1: Yeah,
0: but those or cra- he delivers. Yeah, He's but, like I deliver. But there was also Michael Shannon had that scene with Eliza where. I think, it's like, he, he purposely, like, spilled a, a cup of water, like, mm-hmm. a glass of water. And so said, that she
1: had to clean it. Yeah,
0: and then he's, like, he's, like, I know you can't. He's, like, I, I know you can hear me, but you can't talk. And he was, like, saying how, like, actually, I sort of like that. I really love that you can't talk. And he's, like, trying to, like. There's, like, like
1: some sexual harassment going on there. Yeah,
0: and at, at that moment she, like, pulls away. Yeah. But, like, that was the, you know, when, he, when Michael Shannon gets into that, well, actually, I sort of like that. (laughs) It's like, I don't know, can't do his voice.
1: (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was interesting. I mean, there was some, a lot of crossovers like you're talking about, About, and I thought that that's really cool. Like the film kind of wrapped itself up in a little bow, you know, by the time it ended, which, and, and there was still some mystery to it too. Like every, it answered all the questions that you had, but by the end of the film, everything was really tied up in a nice bow.
0: Yeah. And you know, of course, you know, you all know, like, you know, not just to sh- just to quickly, phase through it. Yeah, they busted. They they busted out the amphibian man, and then she had to like they had to like coexist. Uh, they, they put the, you know, they put the um, what's it called? They put the amphibian man in the tub, and then they had to like survive. For, they had to
1: put special like salt. Yeah, they and put stuff salt in. in there.
0: But then, but then there's that moment where like uh, I think, I think it was like one time in the tub, she actually like amphibian man touched her, and then like she felt something. And then she goes to like go to go to sleep, and then she like wakes not wakes up, but she stops herself, and then wakes like then goes to the um to the what's it called to the um bathroom? to the bathroom, and then she unrobes the or disrobes, and then like they insinuate <laughs> like they like like all of a sudden she's like all naked, and then he stands up, and they are like they're definitely then like they pan away. And then They like,
1: didn't pan away. They they showed um her, uh, shutting the
0: oh the door the, no
1: not the, the door blinds. Well, the the the, 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 yeah, the the shower the shower shower curtain yeah there we go and then they have
0: sex well they don't show I mean, it but they, it they, they insinuate it, they imply it and i was <laughs> i was like wow we're really going there freaking but they didn't there. show
1: anything though that's They're the thing going there, man. they didn't actually show anything they didn't
0: show anything but man but
1: it made your mind wander that's right?
0: why del toro is freaking awesome i'm not saying every movie should just have like amphibian <laughs> man and woman have sex but the fact is that like <laughs> i mean i think that should be but like it's like he just like there's no ha- he didn't like throw half-ass his punch he didn't like pull a punch back, I mean he like went right right at it I was like damn that's some because if you're gonna have that level of of violence and gore just do that as well if you're gonna have nudity just but throw I feel it like
1: they there. didn't show anything though that's they the didn't thing. show anything
0: but like subject wise too but you know?
1: s- but also the way he stood up he was just like I'm ready to I'm, do I'm you. ready to go <laughs> <laughs> Blub, blub, blub,
0: blub, blub, blub. And so with you know, and so of course with that, uh you know the and Michael Michael uh, Shan's character doesn't want to, you know. Now he's getting he's getting messages from high above. He needs to get that amphibian, or else he's out. Or else he's out. And he's the general get is out. mad at him. And so he's trying to he interrogates like everyone who thinks is a possibility. And one of my favorite scenes is when Zelda and Eliza like get inner get uh get called into his office and there's already a line of people outside. He gets called into his office and he already he checks their time cards and they're already, they've already checked out like he's it's proven there they've already checked out like before all that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. All the this all the heist happens pretty much. But then like <clears throat> you know he throws his interrogation down and tries to one up them and then you know this is also after the fact where he tries to make moves on Eliza. So What's really cool is that she starts, like, sign languaging, and you see it in the subtitles, like, uh, fuck you, like, mm-hmm. F-U-C-K, she's spelling that, and uh, and then, you know, of course, because Zelda understands what's happening, she tries to pull her away, but, you know, you see, like, Eliza just really in this focused, angry zone, just siding, like, and like, she was also you, doing the, you, the flip of you. the chin,
1: like that Italian, yeah. like flip off of, over your chin, yeah. whatever that's called.
0: And then she, and then, and then, and then, uh, Mike Shan's character is like, "What is she saying? What is she saying? What should I say?" And then she's like, "He's saying thank you." <laughs> she's saying thank you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I think the okay. acting
1: was really subpar from like that black Sub- chick. Subpar. Subpar. Superior. Oh. Or I that, don't know. That's not what that subpar. A, is? What is subpar? Oh, su- like, I don't know. Great. Like, from the black chick, from Eliza, from Michael Shannon, like, the acting was, like, really, really good.
0: Yeah, it's, everything was really amazing on this, on this movie. Okay, so then after that, it becomes a, you know, it's a hunt down, it's a chase, and Go watch the movie. <laughs> I mean, if else.
1: you've gotten this far. Yeah. If you've gotten this far, you got to go see it. So you know? what, are
0: your, what are your, like, to, I've already said this at the beginning of it, but I really, really love this movie because there is such a classicness about it that I feel like this movie is pretty freaking timeless.
1: It's almost like a classic, like, mod, more, not modern, but um, I mean, like, in 2018, like, Edward Scissorhands type story, yeah. too. Because you get the love and the crazy stuff and you know, murder or whatever. You know, you get, like, all this craziness, like, going on within a love story. So to me, it kind of, like, got had a little bit of dash of Edward Scissorhands, a little dash of Amelie in there. And also another shot that was really awesome that was from the very beginning when they show, like, the fantasy flood. You know, they, I don't know what uh, the terminology is, but I guess a pan-down of camera there is, that go through there is floor no, by floor there's of there's no the building? there is no
0: pan down
1: <laughs> what is that called pan,
0: panning is oh ha- right i've been having to deal with this left and right okay i've like, no, been, been what taking is th- the- i've been taking this direction for the past few days angle up angle left angle up there's no angle anywhere there's no pan now, up is, or down. what is you
1: know the shot I'm talking about though, where you have her floor and then it's going down, and I you, mean, you see can the say, in you, can you see say, the exterior. You can say that the, it's
0: pedal, You can say it's pedestaling, but it's not panning.
1: Okay, so I would call it pedestaling down. Yeah. So you're pedestaling down, and you see <sighs> the interior of each floor. Yeah. And you see that she's living above a movie, a movie theater. theater yeah okay now from the very beginning you see that now there is a moment also when abe escapes her tub and she finds abe in the movie theater yeah now to me that was del toro's nod to be like hey i love cinema you know like <laughs> <Just> like, like <laughs> and he's just like staring at a screen and she's watching and cleopatra it, right and it's them two you know like alone in the theater there was no one else in the theater i don't think but i don't know why the movie was playing to no one but there it was playing to them yeah you know and i i thought that that was cool that like just visually it was stimulating for me
0: and we also get to learn after that scene is that he has like healing powers too yeah healing and growing powers and he
1: the hair thing that was cool yeah um it was also cool when i guess they were doing it you know in the Bathroom and like she let it flood. She you know she she flooded her apartment and it got to the point where the movie theater was leaking. You know that like visually was a treat to see as an audience yeah. member. And just so you know, like it, it calls back to from even showing that's that first uh, pedestaling down from the very beginning, which I thought was cool too. Yeah, like again, it's like all these stitches like crossed each other later on and it it. I just was very pleased with that fi- film, and... <laughs> you just got right to the- I mean, it was just... It was just very... And, they were, like, I liked the eggs. Like, to me, that was, like... Kind of an Amelie spoon thing.
0: Oh yeah, and there's also when um
1: or like the what did she have the creme so, brulee? So
0: there's a scene. There's a scene at the end also when they um Michael Shannon's character finds out about the um the simple man's character.
1: The simple <laughs> like, man. But he
0: follow he follows him. He's been trailing him because he needs to find the answers yes. of where the amphibian is, and he finds out like where he's been doing his meetup spots with the other Russians, and then and then the other Russians like turn on him. Like, he's there. Like, we see, like, the Russians, like, shoot him twice because mm-hmm. apparently they're, like, they're turning on him. And then Michael Shannon goes and kills the Russians. Like he shoots them and then goes to interrogate uh, Goes to the uh, simple, man. simple Man's character. <laughs> but what he does was so... Because what happened was so the Simple Man gets shot twice. He gets shot in the stomach and then gets shot in the face. And a, bu- and a bullet goes right through both of his cheeks. And then Michael Shannon's character goes, like... Uh, goes it's like, oh, he wants to. Get, he wants to interrogate him. So he pulls his face. He pulls. He puts sticks his finger through his face, like a fish. <laughs> like a fish. Yeah, like I was thinking fish. that too.
1: Isn't that crazy? Just like that. There's so that, much awesome symbolism in this. That simple fish grab of the of the f- mouth. That was crazy.
0: This is why this is su- this is such a well crafted. Use of everything in this movie. Oh, this, and
1: also her Eliza's scars on her neck. Okay, yeah, I'm just pointing that out, not gonna say anything else about that. But.
0: but it, like, if you just pay attention to that, but there's so much, just everything has a beautiful payback, everything has a few few payoff for this, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just visually, nothing like the use of sound is so amazing in this, it tells the story, visuals tell such a great story. In this, the use of color is so amazing. The actors are perfect and diverse. You know, it's like everyone, everyone can shine in this movie. It's, it, it's, it's quite amazing how I, I, it's like we we saw this on limited release and I just feel like not enough people are going to see this movie. <laughs> it's like, but it's well, also, it's it, also like a hard. I don't like think hard, it goes
1: wide release until like maybe next week. I guess, right?
0: but it's also like a rated R movie. It's like there's violence there's i definitely wouldn't take children there's full nudity like there is and then the
1: nipple and stuff yeah
0: there's sex it's it's a full it's definitely i wouldn't take
1: i wouldn't take anybody under like i guess the parental guidelines i wouldn't take anybody under 10th grade to this film
0: and i know we rushed through the story and and stuff like that but I, i i love this i love this movie uh caroline to close to close off with the last you know to close off this uh a review like just what, what are your highlights of this movie
1: so many things the visuals the characters i like how everything really ties together
0: you know what blew me away and there's too?
1: still mystery left to it yeah at the there's same a lot. time. and that's what i love like not everything was like totally told to me like i like i like to get the main answers and i like the story and such but i think it's really nice that there is some some stuff left to your imagination which you know you're right about you know you can let your mind wander at the same time um and to me that brings like an element of thinking like i'm doing something to the film and i'm not just sitting there being like oh they blew that up like oh they bombed that michael bay you know whatever and like i'm not saying michael bay is bad but you know there is some movies that like you just intake it and then you don't think about it later but like shape of water it it provides enough inner it provides entertainment it provides mystique. It provides...
0: There was romance in this. Yeah, there's rom- the romance. And romance. There's, there's drama and mystery it's to every,
1: it. Like, it was almost like everything I can imagine in one movie.
0: You know what's really cool, though? Because I, I always throw this back to one of my favorite scenes in Hellboy 2 is when they sing the... um What's it called? The... Can't-
1: Smile without, yeah, the Barry
0: Manilow. Smile. I was like, I was like, are we gonna see a little bit of singing in this movie from a, a mute girl? And we do. They have a musical scene in this movie. Yeah, do you remember that? Yes, have, it does go sing. full
1: blown musical with a dress like, and like a, a
0: ballroom. A full
1: blown musical. That was very brilliant too. That is true. It, a musical is encompassed into it. There's, Not only that,
0: everything in this thing, man.
1: literally everything, even a fishman. Because, like, I think I think if people know that, like, fish love is involved, I feel like, like, some mainstream people or, like, basic people probably will not see basic. this film. <laughs> no, but they probably... It probably will, like, run them away, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I can definitely see, like, most people being... Like, if you tell them that, they'll be like, why would I see that? You know, like, it. it I feel like just the way people are, they are kind of, They act like they're open-minded, but they're closed-minded, you know? Yeah. So I feel like... That will probably turn people off, you know? So in that sense, you know, box office-wise, of course it's going to do okay. And this film is, like, getting nominated for a lot of awards.
0: Yeah, already critics' choices are just 14, man. 14 it's like the awards. top nominated. Everybody got nominated.
1: <laughs> it's like the top nominated film, and it's nominated for Best Picture. So I feel like that's going to help it. But from, like, an artistic sense... I'm like cool. Fish love. Go for it. But definitely from a mainstream like family point of view. Type it's, a t- thing, it's a tough. It's a tough
0: sell for the family. Yeah.
1: It's well. I mean, obviously, you're not going to bring children. But I'm just saying, like, for you even, can't.
0: Even, not even.
1: But I'm just saying that, like. It's not also like that R rating. It's not like the worst film in terms of like, it's oh, man, great, it's so bad.
0: It's like, great. But know? I think
1: it's good that it's R rated, but I'm just saying. As like, an, it's
0: an adult story.
1: But I still feel like it wasn't like a hard R in terms of like, oh, my God, that was too frightening for me. You know, it, like, but if
0: you think about it, 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 it is a hard R. Yeah, because it you, is, have, but you don't it, just have you don't just have one pair of titties. You have several pairs of titties. You don't just have you don't but just not like uh, Wolf of
1: Wall Street level, you know. Yeah, like, but
0: also you don't you don't just have like a, a person being shot. You have a person being shot in the face, and then blood gushing, and you have like body parts being cut, and you have you know animals getting their heads e- eaten. You know when you, If you describe just the the amount of graphicness in it, I understand. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then and then you're like, and this happened, and this happened, and then also and then also a lady has sex with a fish.
1: <laughs> and you're Like what? But i I'm, i guess what I'm saying is even just the sex with the fish, you know, thing, and like being attracted to a fish. I feel like a lot of mainstream people will n- will not see this film just because of
0: that. And and too bad for them. And
1: that's their problem. Too bad for them. You know? go, but it's—but it is a great film.
0: Go go stick to your Christmas your uh, Christmas party. Your it, what's it, the holiday Christmas party? It movie. is
1: probably like the best. Film of the year so far for me. I yeah. know I haven't seen all of the films because that's kind of impossible to see. But out of all the films that I have seen, I will rank you this as see. number one.
0: And that you want to see?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I w- as of right now, this movie right now is my 2018 pick.
0: Yeah, to me too. This is like I got this and the Baby Driver are the ones that stick out of my head so far.
1: I loved Baby Driver, but I just think that the characters could have been taken further and i think that baby driver had a lot of clever cool things going on with uh the music and um you know aligning that with what was happening on screen i think there's a lot of cool stuff about baby driver but just overall just knowing that the shape of water encompassed like all the genres and that the we're talking store. about like like we're talking about romance you know all the crazy action adventure heist pulling and you know, like even a musical. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there's
0: a heist, there's a musical, exactly. there's a fish romance, there's there's graphicness, and there if, a if you add
1: all those into the recipe, like I feel like that and it's beats, Del Toro that beats Baby Driver, whereas Baby Driver was just I'm not saying it was a bad film, but it was it was a great film, but it did what it needs to do really well, but it just didn't take it to that level where Shape of Water is taking it to like multi dimensions.
0: But to me, those are my top two yeah. of the whole entire year.
1: Definitely, Baby Driver is
0: up there, though. But also, like, the score of The Shape of Water was so magical. I love, I love, like, I really love everything about this movie. It's, it's, and it's, it had a
1: vintage who, who, who knows how long,
0: who, who knows how long this will stay with me, how, how amazing it is, but right now, nothing has beaten this. And I just saw Star Wars, and then Shape of Water just erased that for me. You know, but
1: it's funny, though, because if you ask mainstream commercially, you know that Star Wars is going to whip its bourgeois. Oh, yeah. But that's just the world we live
0: in That's the way it is man it's marketed like that But this this one has a message This one has our, it's, it's, a, it's almost like two different Worlds of filmmaking too mm-hmm.
1: And again I think that message Will drive it home As in, in history Like what did you come away with With Baby Driver I mean it's a cool film and such But I feel like Shape of Water did deliver A bigger message yeah, too
0: So that, those are strong points so baby driver for editing and everything else for the shape of water. <laughs> Cause that editing on Baby Driver is freaking amazing. Yes. So I say everyone go out there and watch The Shape of Water and tell everyone else to go watch the Shape of Water. Do everything you can, the Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro, he hustles, he works so hard to get his vision and his movies out there, and I'm I'm a big believer in that guy. He can make things that are just so so pure of heart and i would always chase to try to make something with pure heart just as much as he has though it's scary though it's dark though it's crazy though sometimes there's machines and vampires he can still she can still capture like capture what like the heart of why we're watching things
1: and that's why we love the shape of water
0: that's why thanks you guys for listening to our uh, our review and our look at a shape of water this show is brought to you by Straight Productions. Check them out at straightproductions.com. Check out my work at joecarabello.com. Go to Also, I'm on the social media at astrayj at joecarabello underscore photography. Also, check out this song, "Run" by Monday Mistress. Download them at mondaymistress.com. Download the whole entire album. Every song, everything's created. iTunes. Uh, CD Baby, Amazon wherever you can find songs, you can find this one what do you got Carolyn?
1: I have a website it's www.carolynbelewski.com I'm on the socials I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram you can catch me at at carolynbelewski it's just my name, so google that and you'll find out everything you need to know also, guys, thank you for joining us for Pod December. We will be back tomorrow with an episode. We're doing 31 days of podcasting for every day in December.
0: And, of course, you can find this on carolynandjoeshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio. And, of course, my name is Joe.
1: And I am Carolyn. Be
0: excellent to each other, everybody.
1: You're bonafide.
0: See you tomorrow.